Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. I am Mike Brown, and I am coming to you live after America's favorite team, the Houston Rockets, led by the second overall pick, Jalen the Los Angeles Lakers are going to call me Daddy Green. Did y'all see what the Rockets did tonight to the Los Angeles Lakers? Did y'all see it? Did you see it? How sexy was that game? 139 to 130. We have so much to talk about tonight. Two wins in the last three games. I want to hear from you. You, I want y'all to be a part of this celebration with me. Hit that request to speak button. I want you to come up here because I want to enjoy this together, man. Like, how much fun was tonight? Let's get literally straight to our first speaker. We have never gone to a speaker this early in a show before, but this, in the words of Cool and the Gang, is a celebration. Jacob, welcome to the post-game show. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Oh, the vibes are immaculate on a hump day. What are your thoughts on the game tonight? It was it was amazing. I usually don't get the... Um, the chance to watch the game since I don't have cable, but I streamed the last few minutes of the game and overtime on my phone. And I normally listen to y'all y'all's podcast on the next day, but I figured this be the uh, a great game to call in for the first time. My man, yeah. Listen, come on. That, look, I, I, here's the thing, Jacob. I hate the Lakers. Okay, I despise the Lakers. 
I made it on Reddit once because I called Alex Caruso a scrub, which he is. Okay. Still a scrub. Still think that to this day. Uh, but I despise Lakers fans that are fake Lakers fans because of LeBron. Like I see a bunch of dudes at the game tonight wearing Astros hats and LeBron jerseys. You're clearly from Houston, right? I like to call them fake. I like to call them t-shirt fans, right? I cannot stand them, Jacob. They, they just irk me. And beating the Lakers tonight was just the cherry on the Sunday. You know, I just, yeah. I, I loved every second of it. I think the, um, the game last week against Memphis was the best one of the season, but this was by far the most satisfying one of the season. Oh, this was pretty. Oh, this, this was, I mean, this was fun, man. Like, I'm going to use that word probably another 45 times tonight. I don't care what anybody says. Jalen Green's my guy. Like, this kid is so much fun to watch. And what he did in overtime was just basketball sexy, man. You know? It just, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, that just, he knew he was the man. You're going to sit here and tell me, Jacob, that they were going to let Austin Reeves cover Jalen Green? Austin Reeves! The kid should be selling insurance in, in, in Nova Scotia. He shouldn't be covering Jalen Green. Are you kidding me? You have any uh, final thoughts, Jacob, before we move through the speaker next speaker request? Because I feel like we're going to have a lot tonight. No, I'm just uh, – this was a great game, and I'm really excited to see um, Jalen finally coming on the last uh, – few weeks it's really exciting to see and um looking forward to the rest of the season and games like this makes me excited for the future for sure my man it's great to have you on you come back anytime appreciate it you got it look man uh, we're moving through the speaker request tonight if you are on the the group tonight here on spotify green and we have a phenomenal crowd uh let's move to our next speaker request this is what we're gonna do all night i'll stay here as long as you guys want to talk rockets basketball tonight i am staying up for as long as you guys need me next speaker hunter hunter welcome to the show how are you oh boys i'm over the moon oh hunter, where are you calling from i'm calling i'm calling from my insurance office in south australia and i gotta say i have no right to guard jalen green and neither does austin reeves oh Man, Austin Reeves sucks, okay? Sorry, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. When I say he sucks, yes, he's better than me. He can do better than I can in a game. Do not disrespect Jalen Green's game by putting Austin Reeves on him, okay? Yeah, Austin Reeves has had a nice year for the, for the, uh, for the Lakers. What is he averaging this year? He's averaging, he's averaging six points a game. Uh, two assists and three rebounds. Get the front door out of here. Uh, but live from Australia, Hunter, what were your thoughts of the game tonight? Oh, best game of Jalen Gray in the short career. Uh, Eric <sighs> Gordon snatching LeBron's elbows. That is it's beyond a veteran move. That was galaxy brain. So impressed. Man, Sean points it out. The basketball sexy is certainly better than hot dog water. That's very true. Uh, so... A uh, good friend of the show, Sean. Yeah, man. And that call, by the way, that didn't go Jalen Green's way. Did you watch the game, the full game, Hunter? No, I only caught the second half. It's a bit okay. of a time delay down here. Gotcha. The, the, the play at the end where Jalen Green drove and literally got shoved in the back by Russell Westbrook, 
was nauseating the fact that that green did not get that call. The fact that uh, Carmelo Anthony in the second half had a flagrant foul against Jalen green wasn't called ridiculous. I've never seen a team get more on their jock strap by the, the referees than the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's nauseating. I know why they do it, but it's, it sucks. That's just how I felt about the referees. And I thought they were hot dog water. Um, but I mean, Hunter, I mean, are you fully on the Jalen Green team now? The train, oh, if you will? Full Jalen Green. I was already properly on the El Prince and Green bandwagon, but you know, I'm I'm jumping ship to Jalen Green now. Oh man, Shangoon was good tonight too, man. They were just they were all good tonight. You know, Eric Gordon, you know, had fifty a quiet fifteen points, but played phenomenal defense the entire night. Uh, let me see. Josh Christopher had a 21 piece tonight. KJ Martin had some big, big shots, 17 points. Uh, KPJ had an off night shooting 10 points, but Jalen green was the star of the show. I mean, just the star of the show. And I can't wait for sports center tomorrow because it's the Lakers. And of course ESPN has to slob all over LeBron's knob and is going to put them on all the highlights and what's wrong with the Lakers and Stephen A. Let me tell y'all something about LeBron James. It's inexplicably, undeniably, historically just bad. LeBron is not going to the playoffs. What are y'all talking about? Can't wait for it, Hunter. You have any final thoughts before we move to the next speaker request, my man? Yeah, uh, just I don't know if you guys heard it, but Jalen Green said in the post game that their uh, strategy was to was to specifically sort of hunt the mismatch for Mello and Austin Reeves. And, I mean, that's balls. You know, Carmelo Anthony's supposed to be top 75 all time, and he was getting hunted by these young guys. That's a love joke. Love it. It's a joke, Hunter. The fact that Carmelo gets as much love as he does. The the Lakers employ now two of the most over – two of the most five – two of the five most overrated players of the last 20 years on this team, and that's Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook. And they're both guys we didn't want. We kicked them out. Oh, they were never Rockets. Melo's too soft and Westbrook is too much in his own head. Or should I call him Westbrook? I think I'm going to call him Westbrook for the rest of the show. Hunter, pleasure was mine. You come back anytime, my man. Peace and love, guys. All right. Man, the, the celebration tonight made its way all the way to South Australia. Oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, what, where are you, Ryan? What is going on? Uh, I'm sorry, Michael. I'm at the bowling alley, <laughs> so forgive me, all right? I will forgive you just real quick. It's a little loud, so we may have to come back to you. All right. Um, uh, but give your take real quick on the game tonight. So besides you dogging on Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, uh, this is a great win. I meant to talk to you about that earlier, but I never had, had the chance to. But besides that, this that's another, another time, another discussion, but, um, oh, dude, Jalen Green, Jalen Green is, I'm slowly, like, I'm warming up to the guy now, you know, I think the KBJ and Jalen Green duo can work, I really do, I really, oh, really do. Oh, it's not even close, right? it's not even close, and we'll talk about Russell Wilson on another night, but tonight is all about the Rockets, and the, uh, Rockets defeating the Lakers. Ryan, it's a little loud, so I'm going to take you off speaker request. No, 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 you're good. Hop back on if it gets a little quieter. All right, we'll do. All right, brother. Later, man. Uh, Okay, let's go to our good friend Shane. 
Shane, uh, you're uh, where are you? You're in uh, in no, Australia Sydney, too, right? Yeah, New South Holy Wales. Holy hell! Let me tell you something. The vibes have made its way across the pond, if you will. <laughs> what a win! It's been a oh, minute since we, we've talked to you. Uh, thank yeah, you for for man. joining the show tonight. Did you watch the full game? Yeah. Um. Actually, I just watched it from half time because I had work just before. But well, um, that's not okay. Yeah, I know. I wish I could somehow just like tell work, hey, I got a Rockets game, but <laughs> that's right. no, I mean, that's um, yeah, no, no, but man, what is it, bro? What a win, man! Like that was nuts. Like I just, man, it's just so exciting to see the way Jalen is developing. Oh. Like you just can see it since the All Star break. Like he just has so much confidence in himself, you know. Like I, mean, I think can we talk? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, it's especially the mid-range game that's really excited me. The fact that now it's not just, like, predictable that he's just going up for a layup or he's going to shoot a three, like. Well, oh, no, for sure. And Alex, uh, and Alex, we'll bring you up here in a couple minutes. Um, he points out Shangoon was in his bag tonight, too, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Shangoon oh. body, you know, LaCroix James. Uh, he made Russell Westbrick look like a clown. Uh, I mean that this Lakers team, I honestly, there's been some Lakers teams that I hate Shane. This might take the cake because they're so unwatchable, you know, like you have Malik Monk, Stanley Johnson, uh, Westbrick, the Monk, Austin Reeves, someone named Gabriel that they have on a 10 day contract. Uh, Kent Bazemore. Avery Bradley and DJ Augustine. Man, I wish that there was a Rockets podcast that at the beginning of the year actually said that this was never going to work in LA. Oh, wait, that was us. Shout out to my dude, Jeremy Brenner and I, uh, who absolutely called this at the beginning of the year. And I honestly, I'm so genuine that I hope that there's a few Lakers fans that are listening right now on Spotify green room. And I am desperate for them to come up on stage. So we I'm can have a heart to heart. I don't think they want that smoke. About how much I hate their franchise. And I will never apologize for how much I despise the Lakers. How much I despise their fan base. Because every Lakers fan, I, w- I don't want to say every, I'll say most every Lakers fan in Toyota Center tonight don't know anything about guys like Rick Fox, Derek Fisher. Rockets legend Derek Fisher, I should say, who played here for all of like two days. Uh, he's a loser. Um, you know, guys like that that don't go Michael Cooper, you know, who yeah. Vlade Divac, who I'm pretty sure Alper and Shengun would make Vlade Divac leave his jock strap on the other side of the court if he played him. Yeah, you know what? I'm going that far. Alper and Shengun hashtag is better than Vlade Divac ever was. You know what? I'll put that out there tonight. It's like, you know what you were saying about the Lakers, sir? Like, I actually felt the exact same way, too, because when I looked at the roster, like, everyone was going, like, oh, look at all those Hall of Famers, but I'm just like, like, Hall of Famers that aren't no longer Hall of Famers for the most part, right? Like, in the sense of, like, the way they play. Like, they don't play, like, Hall of Famers right now. And then, like, you just looked at the roster, and it's just like, where's this floor spacing going to come from? Unless, like, Anthony Davis... Hits like forty percent from a three, which is nowhere yeah, near. Yeah. Like there's no 
floor space in, right? Like, so it's like, I think it's really confusing why people thought that, like, just going to win the championship, just looking at the roster. I, I couldn't understand it at all. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm such at a loss. You know what? I don't, we're not talking about the Lakers. We're talking about the yeah, Rockets. We're, we're, we're talking about Jalen. We're talking about Jalen Green, right? Yeah, I yeah, might yeah. have to go buy one of those overpriced jerseys at Toyota Center that cost $140 uh, yeah. for, for some unknown reason. Uh, like, the way he's playing right now is reinvigorating the fan base. Like, the fan base is vibing with Jalen Green. Not only Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, K.J. Martin. Like, these guys are growing up right before our eyes. Yeah. Can you imagine – just imagine if they get the number one pick on this roster next year. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy to see what I'm thinking about. Oh, my God. Shane, anything else to add? Uh, I may bring you back towards the latter part of the show, so hang yeah, in there. Sure. Uh, just want to get yeah. through these other speakers. But it's so good yeah. to have you back, my man. Yeah, good talking, man. Appreciate oh, it. Shane's back. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, let me tell y'all something. All right. If you're coming up on stage and you're not bringing all the smoke and fire tonight, do not come up on this stage. Let's go next to Alex. Alex, welcome to the show. How are you? What's up, man? Uh, oh. I am golden. You talking smoke? Whoo, boy, I'm on fire, man. That, that overtime was, was every single bit of exciting that I, I ever dreamed of this team to be this season and, uh, and more. So, um, I only caught, uh, you know, the, the latter half of the game here, but you just saw these guys once they picked up that confidence level, man. It's Scary. exciting to watch. It's a, honestly, I, I was watching, I remember watching Charlotte last year and Mel, uh, LaMelo balling out. And I'm just like, damn, they're having so much fun, especially when they were killing us. And I was like, damn, I can't wait until this young team just like vibes and, and finally like gets their things together. And, you can tell tonight, man. They were, they were switching. I mean, oh, man, um, that one play that um, Jalen Green just like put his body into Carmelo and got that got a layup in. He wasn't he wasn't scared to to drive in. I mean, that confidence level was just all the way up. I, I'm I'm without words, man. It it was great. This is exactly what you wanted the team to be at the beginning of the year. Exactly. And the thing is, and some Rockets fans may come with the argument of, well, would this have happened if Christian Wood was playing tonight? But he but he's not. If the queen had balls, she'd be the king. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, the yeah. two things don't equate. And so you have to look at it from the perspective of, I'm not going to sit here and think about if Christian Wood was playing tonight because the last game Christian Wood played was his best game of the year. And Christian Wood would have, eaten tonight the lakers front line is garbage without anthony davis i mean they're hot dog water yeah you know and you it's know, a poorly constructed team absolutely. like the lakers are terribly constructed even if anthony davis was healthy they'd be yeah. better but they're not denver or they're, they're in my opinion in a seven game series they wouldn't beat denver they won't be gold they won't be golden state and they wouldn't beat phoenix so what are you doing with lebron Yo, the, the thing, the thing about LeBron, and I know you know this, he goes, he goes into some super saiyan mode in the playoffs and he just carries teams. And that's actually what I was thinking was going to happen overtime. Like I was proud of our guys fighting through the entire game, getting to overtime, getting that confidence up. And, um, I was expecting LeBron to pick it up, but he didn't. 
he had one three, I think, the entire time, and he didn't. Yeah, so. He looks tired. I mean, he looks, he looks tired. He looks worn down, and I don't blame him. But you know what? A lot of people don't talk about enough, Alex, is that this is his team. You yeah. know, ro- you know, Rob, Rob Lowe Palinka. I've never, I swear to God, I thought it was Rob Lowe the first time I saw Rob Palinka. He looks exactly like Rob Lowe. <laughs> um, you can give him credit for this roster, but this is LeBron's roster. Yeah. LeBron went to Rob Palinka and said, I want these guys. I want, you know, overrated Carmelo Anthony. I want Westbrook. I want Trevor Ariza. You know, Dude, you know what's made- so ironic? I, I made a joke earlier, and it's really maybe not that funny, but six former Rockets on this team, I, I called them the Los Angeles Rockets, and my brother got – he was just yeah. like, oh, chill. But, I mean, yeah. it's a trash team, man. I'm surprised they're, they had this many wins, realistically. Well, I mean, LeBron is LeBron. I mean, at 37 years old, averaging 29 points, the guy's a freak. He's never going to be Jordan to me. It's always going to be Jordan and then everybody else. But at the same time, I mean, LeBron is just, he's awesome. You know, Dick, you know, he's, he's awesome, baby, with a capital A. You know, he's great. But at the same time, this team sucks. Alex, anything to add before we move to Harvey? Uh, no, sir. Much appreciated, man. Thanks. My man, come join us anytime. All right. If I know this guy, like I'm pretty sure that I do, Harvey better have something special for me tonight. So let's go to Harvey. Harvey, how are you? I'm I'm actually doing fine. It was this is a good team win. It's a good team morale win for mm. Steven Silas. These guys mm. play for Steven Silas every night. Mm. And as much as people don't, they, they might not think that he's a good coach or anything, but these guys like him and they continue to fight for him. And he finally did something that I've been screaming for him to do. Just put the ball in Jalen Green's hand and let him do what he do. And this is one of those nights, man. And it's just. It's just so good to see Al Perrin going back down to Brian oh. with the footwork. And, damn, boy. You're talking damn. dirty to me now, Harvey. Oh, I like it. Yeah, man. Jalen uh, came out of his shell tonight. Like, he has come out of his shell the past couple weeks. This was the coming out party, though. That Rising Stars game. Yeah. Ever since that Rising yep. Stars game, man, he's just been super – like I, I'm, I, I, me personally, I hope we, if we get the number one overall pick, I'm, I'm Chet hungry. I, I'm, I'm Chet oh, hungry. Come on. I, look, I'll tell you this: I, if you get the number one pick, you're, you better take Jabari Smith because Jabari Smith is going to be the the nicest player in this draft. But because uh, you, you like you like Walker Kessler, yeah. So yeah, you you saying take Walker Kessler in the body well, and take Jabari? The- I'll tell you this, Harvey and. We'll talk a little bit of draft because it does tie tie into tonight. If you can maneuver like a Christian Wood, potentially, maybe, or an Eric Gordon in the Brooklyn pick and get into the top 10 and get two top 10 picks and add it to this roster, like you pick up the kid from Memphis, the center from Memphis, the Rockets right now are looking at this roster saying, we could be pretty nice next year. If Jalen Green continues on this trajectory, like they played tonight without Tate and without Wood. And I'm telling you, man, tonight is one of those wins that gets fans like me excited, man, because they show that they give a damn. They show that they, yeah, they play for Silas. I got to give them credit for that. Do I think Silas is a great coach? No. 
I don't. But they do play for him. I gotta I gotta give Silas credit for that. They it's either him or or Lucas or God. I hope it's not Hornacek because I hope he's not here next year. Um, uh, but can, can I can I give a hot take? No, nope. uh, yes, that's what we're here to do. K K K King Martin Jr. Man, he needs to be in the starting lineup. I like Jay Shante, but yeah. he just doesn't knock down those three, the wide open threes that guys sag off of. He doesn't hit those. And K King Martin can hit those better than Jay Shante can, and he he does. He's, I don't know. The drop off between Tate and Martin Jr. is not that much to me. I I like I like him better. I think he fits better with the young guys in the lineup, and he he's he can knock those open threes down, which that's what you need. KJ Martin, if they're in his first start of the year, I like me some KJ Martin. He's fun. I, he's just flat out fun to watch. And you know what I like about him is he's got like a quiet, like he will destroy your life if you give him the opportunity with he has the ball. A quiet, quick game. Yeah, he's got like a, a game. He's quick, but he's quiet. He's a he's, he's an assassin. assassin. Yeah, he's an assassin. I don't know if he has a uh, a nickname, but I like the assassin for KJ Martin. They don't they don't respect his shot yet, and so he can knock. They don't they don't like he they don't know he can knock down the wide open threes, and they sag off and give him a shot. And Jay oh, Sean yeah. Tate, he he can't hit those shots like 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 rhythm in rhythm like that, you know. And it it, it really bogs down the offense when you passing the ball off and uh, Kevin Porter Jr. getting getting pressed on and Jalen Green getting pressed on and you passing the ball off and. You got that guy that can knock down that wide open shot. So it's always a been that's a, that's always a benefit. No, for sure. Harvey, any last thoughts before we move on to the next speaker, my man? Uh that's just a good team win. Ooh. Good team around win, man. And it's just it's a good team win all around, man. Good talking to you. Always, my man. See, and Harvey makes a really good point. Before we get to you, Kenny, wins like tonight make work tomorrow that much more fun like we're all gonna ride the high of this win for at least tomorrow i would say uh let's go straight to kenny kenny what's up my man how are you kenny can you hear me oh i can hear you perfectly sorry about that Uh, uh so going back to the last person about kj starting well, the whole issue with KJ and Sangoon not being able to start usually is because that second team would be too small. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got KJ at six seven. That's the second biggest guy on that second team. You kind of have to wait until you either draft two centers and get a small forward in free agency or draft a center and a small forward and get that center and free agency, but it's just a little hard to move forward with those guys starting regularly without that additional size. It's just, you're becoming that PJ Tucker at the five again, and it's becoming, you know, just be too much. Yeah. I think it's a good point. I think the thing about KJ and Tate, like Tate is that small forward though. Like he's, he's out of position as a power forward. Yeah, I mean, he's a great six, seven, small forward, six, four, sometimes, especially when they have Tate at the four. It's just too much sometimes. Well, can you, KJ Martin is six, five, right? Excuse so, me. K, yeah. So, KJ, I'm yeah, probably K, thinking about his dad. 
Yeah, I mean KJ. God, I wish he was his dad. But he, if he was but, his dad. He but he's strong. That's that's yeah. the thing. Like that's the difference between Wood and Sangoon, Martin and Tate. They're just a little longer, and it, and even that tiny bit of wingspan adds so much. No, it does. Uh, you're a hundred percent spot on. I said it earlier in the year. I think eventually they're going to have to decide between Tate and KJ. Because I think you know what Tate is. I've said for a long for a while now, the the ceiling for KJ Martin to me is Vince Carter. I think he can be Vince Carter. I, I think that there's a lot of similarities between their game, between the explosiveness. The I think Carter is a. Let me see how I want to phrase this. Carter was a superstar, right? But eventually, he was only there for a couple years at that superstar level. KJ and him have similarities to their game. They're both good shooters. They're both explosive to the court, you know, to the rim. I think you got to give him the minutes over Tate. If it comes down to it, I'd have a really hard time sending KJ Martin to the bench at this point to come off the bench. I should say again, that, that size on the second team, those second quarters, they're just going to get out rebounded by they're already getting rebounded though. They're already getting out rebounded. And on the year, I mean, they're what? They're 30 games under 500. I mean, they improved to 17 and 49 tonight. They're 32 games under 500. I think the biggest thing at this point is you have to figure out who you want here long term and getting the most minutes. I think you obviously you're going to keep KJ and Tate at least going into next year. But who's your starting small forward? That's the question going into next season. I mean, are you saying who's the starting small forward going into next season or who's the starting small forward for the future? Because it's hard for me to, to see that KJ is that guy in 2024 when they start to get good. I just you know think eventually they'll probably go outside and get that other small forward. I think it depends on who they draft this year. Like, let's I mean, let's let's talk about the draft real quick. Right. So let's say you draft Chet Holmgren. I don't think your your plan changes at the forward positions. I think you're going to end up starting. Depends on what you do with Wood, right? I mean, I think eventually they're going to move Wood. So let's say they just move Wood. Let's just this off season, correct? Yeah, off season. Let's say after the season they end up moving Wood. You could if you draft Chet Holmgren, you can have Tate as your four. In my opinion, you can have KJ as your three. I think that works. If you draft Jabari Smith then you're going to have to make a decision because you're probably going to start Shangoon at the five and then you put Smith at the four and then you're going to have to decide who you want to start at the three. My, and, things, and things get easier if, I mean, do you draft two centers in the first round? You know, do you get Walker Kessler at 18? Oh, I would try love and get Kessler. For the second team, so you have that flexibility of Shangoon in the starting lineup or do you do it like Cleveland, have Wood, Chet, and Tengun? Like Cleveland's got four guys who are six above. Yeah, I, th- I think there's too many pieces there. I don't think you need three. I think you need – that's why this draft is so fascinating, man, because <clears throat> if they get the number one pick, I will be, f- I will be floored at what they decide because it's a hard choice. Because you have a lot to decide in the offseason, right? You have to decide what you're going to do with Wood. I mean, you have him under contract for another year. 
if they draft Jabari Smith, I think that there's the potential that they move on from Wood. If they draft Holmgren, I think that they could move on from Wood. Uh, I think if they draft Paolo, I think they could also move on from Wood. I, it's, it's fascinating to see what they're going to do. Do you I, see the Rockets drafting two centers in the top 20 if that's where the Nets pick is? Man. I don't I, – potentially, yeah. This team because is just so small. Well, they're small, but it's also – the answer to that question to me is how do you feel about the development of K.J. Martin Jr. and Jay Sean Tate at the forward spots? Like how comfortable are you with those guys either starting or being – I mean, those dudes off the bench, if you know what I mean. I love the term three guard over forward in regards to Jay Sean Tate, but that's a a grammar thing for me because it bothers me when people call a a person who's six foot four a forward. Uh, Well, I mean, he certainly plays like a forward. You got to get, you got to, that's why I go back to what my my co host Jeremy talks about all the time playing positionless basketball. The Rockets have gotten, you know, blown out because of their size, certainly in games this year, but so does a lot of teams. Um, I think if you were to go a massive lineup, I would love to see that because I think the league is growing more and more populated with big guys. You know, you look at the last four MVPs have been big guys. You know, Jokic, Embiid, uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, you know, Zubac, you know, Giannis, you know, it's, it's certainly a necessity. If you told me that the Rockets came out of the draft this year with, you know, I, I just, I love Kessler at 18. I think he's a tremendous value pick at that point because he's exactly what this team needs. Like Walker Kessler is Zubach with, in my opinion, he's a better defensive player than Zubach in LA, uh, but he's more limited offensively. You saw it tonight. This team has no problem scoring points. The problem is defending the rim. Walker Kessler, that's what he does best. That's why if they end up with the number one pick, I would not take Chet Holmgren. I don't believe in Chet Holmgren. I think he's good. I don't think he's going to be great. And, you know, let me ask you, Kenny, would you rather have a combination of uh, a Kessler and a Jabari Smith or a Chet Holmgren and a, 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 a three and D type of guy at 18? Yeah, so I love the Jabari pick because... I'm also a guy who wants someone who's 6'10", 250, right? Yeah. Oh, he's I a want that big that, – that, I've always liked that bigger guy down low. Again, with the bigger wingspan because Sangoon's wingspan is really not that long, and that's really going to be a deterrent. Like you see Bam, who's 6'9", or 6'10". You see other guys, but they're bigger. They are longer, and that really adds to it where I see Sangoon as that, as that – future four because yeah. of that lack of length and wingspan. And then one last question before I go, sure. you, you've always heard rumors about Christian Wooden and how great of a fit he would be in golden state. Mm-hmm. Do you seeing that the Rockets need that small forward position? What do you think about Wiggins? Some kind of trade involving maybe three teams, draft picks. How would he fit on this kind of team? All-star. Man, that's a good question, Kenny. I appreciate the input as always, my man. Um, I would say, oh, God, I don't like Andrew Wiggins. I I know he's an all-star this year, which I think is a total joke. 
he's definitely having one of his better years uh, in, you know, in the league, but I think you can attribute playing next to Steph and Draymond and Clay Thompson. I would not do that deal. I, I think if you're going to move wood, I would have done it for the, uh, for the Charlotte deal for PJ Washington and Ish Smith. Uh, that would have been my guy because PJ Washington just fits this roster a little bit better with what he can do on the court. He's a, a better rebounder. But the thing about Wood, man, it's like the last game that we saw of his, I mean, he had the best game, I would say, probably as a Rocket. I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but certainly impact on the game, you know, what he did in that, in that Memphis, was it Memphis? Yeah, it was Memphis, uh, was awesome. So changes things a little bit. That's why this roster is so fascinating. Uh, anything else to add, Kenny, before we uh, sign off for the night, it looks like? No, nah, man, I'm good. Thank you. You got it, brother. Um, you know, and before, and, and once again, if you're, if you're here on Spotify Green Room, I mean, the been a great crowd tonight. A lot of great speaker requests. We'll keep that speaker request uh, option open a little bit longer. Um, but, you know, just some things that we saw tonight just in, as a recap and what the Rockets did tonight was take a step forward as a unit forward to help them finish the year strong. And they did tonight what I've wanted them to do all year, which is let the young guns run and gun. They let their young guys just play in a system that allows them to showcase what they can do best, which is be youthful, young, and dumb on the court. And you saw what you can do when you play through Jalen Green. And for people who are going to be like, well, they played the Lakers, the Lakers aren't any good. Why is that Jalen Green's problem? LeBron was out there. LeBron didn't want to check Jalen Green tonight. They wanted Austin Reeves to cover Jalen Green tonight. This is a win to celebrate. And in less than a week, this team defeated LeBron and the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. That is really freaking cool to watch and to witness. And it was so great seeing all of those T-shirt Laker fans leaving Toyota Center tonight with a big, big, you know, scowl on their face. But it's good because most of them, uh, are now going to go watch, you know, be a fan of Duke basketball. They're going to go, you know, talk about the Cowboys or, or do whatever bandwagon fans do when one of their teams loses. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. We will be live back here on Friday night to hopefully celebrate another win for the Rockets as we welcome the Dallas Mavericks into Toyota Center. Uh, so make sure after the game to come on here and check out another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Tank Podcast. Can't thank y'all enough for uh, hanging out with me tonight. It's been honestly one of the best shows of the year. If you are on Twitter, head on over to uh, Dream Shake SBN to check out all things Houston Rockets all the time. Make sure to follow The Dream Take at The Dream Take. You can follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. You can follow me at BSW podcast underscore MB. Follow 
the Dream Shake on Facebook at uh, just search the Dream Shake, give it a like, and head on over to thedreamshake.com every single day for every single thing Houston Rockets by all of our amazingly talented writers. Once again, the happy final from inside of Toyota Center. The Rockets defeat LaCry James, Russell West Brick, something named Austin Reeves and company, 139 to 130. And until Friday night, Rockets fans, go! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, Just go to cars.com. It's magical.